Be the Abu Productions welcomes you to a new episode of BE Podcast. Join in the conversation with Pastor Jonathan Gallardo and Pastor Henry Cruz. Hello, everyone. My name is Jonathan Gallardo, and I'm with Henry Cruz. Welcome to VE Podcast. This is the English podcast of Vida Abundante. We're glad that you are with us. Uh, we're exploring a new format these coming up weeks and uh, basically a response, a weekly response to several world matters, yep. even Christian church matters, things that are going on, not to get involved with gossip, but mainly to respond biblically. How, how, how do we biblically respond to these events, situations, occurrences yeah. uh, with a, you know, with a sound theological understanding and more more so humbly approach it through a biblical perspective so there's there's always things going on in culture always things going on in the united states around the world that we could address obviously we can't address all of them but we at least at least for the people listening here, here's a here's a biblical response to several of these issues yeah. uh Pastor Henry, this week we've um, we've had a, a difficult. The, the United States is going through another difficult moment. Uh, you know, separate from the banking crisis and the economic crash, uh, we w- this seems to always happen mm-hmm. in in the cycle of the United States. Uh, another school shooting has occurred in Nashville. Very sad event. As of the moment of what we've heard and what we know, there's six deaths involved. Yeah. Uh, three adults and I believe you said three children yeah. involved in this. Now we're both parents and we're both pastors and part of the people or one of the, the, the persons that died was, yeah. was it the pastor? Yeah. Pastor's daughter. And his, and his daughter, or the pastor so, and his daughter or his pastor's daughter? The pastor's daughter. So the pastor's alive, but the daughter was so one of the one the children that was killed. Yeah. I mean, any any parent, regardless of what they are, they it, it's painful. It's, it's it, it raises this issue of why. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know we we don't know too much about the shooter and in in this is incident. And obviously, there's political. There's an immediate political backlash on all of this, right? There's a uh, the the right wingers and the left wingers are immediately going to jump on this. Well, we should be looking at mental health. Uh, the others are going to say, well, the, we need to arm police. I mean, we need to arm teachers. Right. There's a, there's immediately responses on the political realm, but we know that we don't we don't get our information or we don't get our worldview from political right wing or left wing. We 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 address this. Uh, at the core issue of, yeah. of what the Bible says about these certain things. And obviously the the Bible is emphatic on, on murder. Obviously the Bible is emphatic on sin. And um, we, we, we have to teach our people how we get through this, how to mourn through these days. But also, again, remind ourselves that what Paul says, we're, we're all mourning and we're all groaning for a restored justice. Yeah. Uh, a time when God will bring his justice to fruition here on earth. It's painful to, to have to see this again and again. You know, you, we, both of us have children and we send yeah. our kids to school and, and it's, we never know. And I believe this happened at a Christian yeah, school, a Christian right? school. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe a little bit of backdrop on this. My understanding is, uh, Nashville passed a law that had that went against the transgender movement, okay. which is why the shooter, you know. So, so, so I guess 
things that are being circulated, at least in the media, is you have a, a transgender uh, person that was a former student there mm. who, who considers themselves transgender. So it's a, I think it's a biological female who considers her, herself male, something like that. Um, so you have that storyline. You have the storyline of the parents mm -hmm. not not uh being in favor of this so so you know this i don't want to say disowning but but there was like a not affirming so that's okay. the, the 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 at least from what i've read it's not so much that they said you're not my child because that would be disowning but they didn't affirm it so that that leaked into i think this manifesto that the, the person left behind or something like that okay um and so you have that you know that issue playing in and then obviously yeah this law that passed that goes against you know I, i'm not too familiar with it but i know it was something that was going against the transgender movement as, as far as a law that passed in nashville um and so all these things are lingering behind this person's motivations mm -hmm. for why they went into that specific school and did that specific incident which is begin to shoot innocent people um but again the root of it all because again like like when it comes to school shootings mm -hmm. this is usually how the media starts yeah. playing these things out what's the motivation was yeah. this was that but that's why like this is why you see like you know at the end of the day you have supposedly super conservative christians that do yeah. school shootings and you have super liberals on the other aspect yeah. that do uh uh shootings and and uh you have black people white people you know it's not a race thing. It's not yeah, a yeah. political issue thing. Yeah. Is that at the end of the day, we need to get back to there's a sinful inclination in our hearts mm -hmm. that desires to do evil. And when sinful people think they have a right view of justice, yeah. this is what comes out of it. It's, it. it's the fruit of that. It's sinful people thinking I'm doing the right thing here by this is my protests mm -hmm. here you know this is how we're gonna beat this or whatever um and that's the result of it and so from a gospel perspective we need to come back to when we try to define justice from a sinful point of view mm -hmm. we're always going to end up yep. with some of these yep. weird what we think are solutions and they're really not mm -hmm. solutions um and so that's why yeah like you know as uh, as pastors as you mentioned one of our biggest concerns is this idea of social justice mm -hmm. the way the world does it and when people try to like give a biblical yeah. you know not a biblical answer on that but like trying to use trying these to categories yeah, yeah. yeah and and just sprinkle in some verses to support that and this is how jesus would have done it no yeah, yeah. And, and so that for me it, you know so so i guess to begin this discussion is just for those listening know that that's the fruit of sinful justice mm -hmm. and when and when the world thinks they've got it right without addressing the issue of sin it's always going to be a solution like that and sometimes it gets played out in political you know what we would consider more peaceful things but at the end it's still wicked and it's still wrong and exactly. and that's just a reality well i mean yeah it's it's taking justice into your own hands and at the end of the day the Bi the bible is clear god is clear vengeance is mine yep let him be in charge mm -hmm. he's he's a god of justice yeah he's sovereign and it's easy to say uh but it's it's very difficult for the people that are in this midst right now and trying to figuring it out, trying to figure out what's going on, why this happened. But as always, we as a church, we we, we commit ourselves to prayer for the families, for all the people that are, that are mm -hmm. affected. And I know it's just a term that gets thrown around. Yeah. Right. Even the 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 right wing and no, the left wing is like, we don't need any more thoughts and prayers. We need some gun control and right. stuff like that. Well, the more than gun control at the moment, these people need to to feel God and to know God is there right. with them. And so that's why we pray. 
even uh, this is a Wednesday that we're recording this. So we're going to be praying as a church tonight right. in our Bible study for this and for God to come, you know, mm -hmm. for Christ to reign and and for him to establish his justice here on earth. Yeah. And then on the other, the flip coin of that is, you know, so you have the the one, the aggressor in this mm -hmm. case, but then you got victims. Yep. And this one is an interesting, I mean, I guess it hits closer to home. Not that the other ones don't, but it hits closer to home because, you know, oftentimes even we mm -hmm. wrestle with this, you know, our kids are in public school, you know, should we put them in Christian yeah. schools? Is it safer yeah. there? And in one sense, yeah, worldview wise, <laughs> yeah. there is a safety there, but then this happened at a Christian school. Yeah. And so you see that evil is going to occur no matter where it is, uh, you know, you you could do homeschool but you know and again this could easily yeah. a burglar could come into someone's home so my, my point is you have the other side of it which is now the victims and mm -hmm. how to mourn from this uh one of the stories not to take away from the other two children that passed away and the faculty mm -hmm. that passed away in defense of these children which i think is exemplary oh, wow. in the sense of you know yeah, what yeah. jesus talks about you know the greatest sacrifice is one laying their yeah. life for another and so you've got three faculty that died because they laid down their life mm -hmm. for for these students so you like that, that that all gets me emotional obviously the one pastor uh who lost his daughter mm -hmm. gets me emotional yeah. I, I think he had three boys and i was his only girl wow. and so you know the other side of it is how to mourn from a biblical worldview how to yeah how to just trust god and and uh our one of our producers was just telling us that that uh, he had been preaching on mm -hmm. on mourning and and Jesus weeping for Lazarus and so you you know and again you know you know this even more than I do from oftentimes the sermon you preach on mm -hmm. Sunday you got to live out on yeah, Monday yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just like it's like man lord yeah. that's a little too quick yeah. and so here's a guy talking about this and now he's got to live biblical mourning and and all the emotions that go into that so for me yeah it got me thinking cuz it's like these are fellow I would like to believe that all the parents that are suffering are our fellow brothers and sisters mm -hmm. in christ who know that yeah god is sovereign know that 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 god will give them the strength but at the end they've still got to bury children yeah. and and you know that yeah, yeah, mixture yeah, yeah. there yeah, yeah. so and it's another thing for us believers to know that that uh we need to trust the lord in the good times yeah. and then we need to trust the lord in the dark days so yeah, yeah. and that and it's never going to be easy right it's never going to be easy and it, it's a constant reminder that this is not our home right and you know, I, yeah, our heart goes out for them, and uh, you know, for me at least, it's 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 getting them to, um, you know, if if I was their pastor or yeah. their being their, just a reminder, friends, we 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 have a good God, but this ultimately not our final resting place, yeah. and we will be reunited. So mm -hmm. it's difficult, tough, tough things that are going on in the United States. These are just issues that we have to, you know, sometimes face on. Bible first, right? You know, not politically first not our own worldview first we got to put this in bible perspective first on another sad note now we have um sad on a different level right uh because we're we're also again we're, we're coming from a biblical perspective on what it means to be a pastor mm -hmm. so i think that we we have it ingrained in our brains and in our hearts already as pastors what it means to show a life of integrity and be an example right uh, pastors are not simply leaders you know it's not just john maxwell leadership 101 right. you know it's it's not just being exemplary vision casters leaders uh you know people that that are cutting edge innovators uh pastor has i'm not saying it doesn't have nothing to do with leadership but that's not 
the main aspect of 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 a pastoral role it's mm-hmm. it's shepherding the flock and yeah you can see a leadership position in that but shepherding the flock with god's word and obviously because god's word is doing something in, yep. in you first with that said and with the backdrop of first timothy chapter three titus chapter one and two first peter with all these notion of what it means to be a pastor right um let's talk about carl lentz yeah you know carl lentz yes not personally or do you know him no personally? i don't know him personally yeah. no we 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 don't know carl lentz personally and that's why our attacks can sometimes come off a little bit like oh well they're just judging carl lentz well it's not that we're, we're talking about pa- the pastoral role that i mean carl lentz could be the best person in the world or right. the best leader in the world which which out of the things that I used to watch from him as a communicator, he was amazing. Yep. That dude could keep an audience captivated and and drawn in. And if you don't know who Carl Lentz is, maybe some of us, some listening in are new to the Christian world. So they might have no idea who, who the heck is this Carl yeah. Lentz. So give us some a little back background information on Carl Lentz. Yeah, so so he's a former Hillsong pastor, specifically Hillsong. Mega Church Hillsong. Hillsong, New York. And so, yeah, he was... I think in Australia is where he he did the whatever the Hillsong, Hillsong College, College yeah. yeah, whatever that I think that's the name Hillsong College. So he studied there, and eventually, yeah, I guess he married someone you know big or whatever that that was intertwined with with the Houston family. Point is, eventually he gets sent to New York. He plants this church, and he, you know, more than just planting the church, it blows up. So mm-hmm. his fame blows up. He's uh you know hanging out with guys like Justin Bieber, Kevin Durant. Mm. Uh, they even have this story where they you know baptized Justin Bieber in a uh, oh man, it was this Knicks basketball player. I forgot his name. Uh, Tyson Chandler. Oh, okay. Tyson Chandler's yeah, yeah. bathroom, and so but anyway, he's rolling with these guys. He's you know on Oprah. He's on uh, the View and all this stuff. Mm. So big guy, famous guy. I would say you know it's like. Um, Hillsong music was was becoming big because of mm-hmm. the music, but then this guy as a a pastor as a person was becoming huge. And part of it was as because that was their motto, and I yeah. think it's still a big thing in Hillsong. You know, we're not your grandma's church. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't do pews. We don't dress that. You know, we don't mm-hmm. dress with you know like whatever student ties or or formal. It's rocker hip supreme you know, yeah supreme whatever <laughs> what, what and now they say is like a thousand dollar you know t-shirts even though they look like regular t-shirts yeah. and the, the leather jackets the expensive shoes and all that you know the typical really cool look that yeah. a lot of young people especially are attracted to even at least i was when i was young it's like here's a guy who's christian and yeah. you know he's dressing like my high school friend so yeah. this is cool so things like that so anyway but then he became famous and then due to his fame mm. Obviously, we know this when yeah. when you're famous and you know when you fall, the yeah. world spits you out just mm-hmm. as quickly as it embraces you, which is why it's foolish to accommodate to the world. But yeah, so anyway, he had an adultery scandal. It was proven the lady had text, whatever he admitted to it. There was um, a whole documentary. The whole documentaries about it. coming out. Yup. Yeah. On on what on was that on Discovery? Yeah, Discovery like Plus a, on a yeah. wide network. Yep. Wow. Yeah, so so yeah, the, the 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 gist of it is he's been out of ministry for a couple of years now because of infidelity, and uh-huh. yeah, and a scandal and adultery to his wife. So so yeah, so that's yeah. the backdrop, yeah. and now we're in the in the present. So the, <laughs> okay, so yeah, I mean, this is a quick a quick overview. overview. We can't spend yeah. all, but it's a quick overview on on Carl Lentz, a great communicator, 
Gray hashtag that girl I, is poison. Yeah, has, yeah, that was a big fame, famous <laughs> uh, one of sermon, his sermons yeah. of his. Uh, he, I, I think he could give Tony Robbins a run for his money on okay. the fact that he could be a motivational speaker, like mm-hmm. way better than him. But when it comes to the pastoral role, like even back then, it was a little bit uncomfortable to see him. You know, flashing all of this stuff and kind of wearing, posing, wearing those yeah. short shorts that Joe Rogan even yeah, called out. Joe Rogan called him out on that. Like, once the world begins to see through your superficial facade, yeah, it's an issue, man. And and you're just again putting God's name and and running it through the the mud. And that began to get me worried because I I, I would see even um, Vice News did something on him and oh, that's right. all these secular uh, companies and magazines were talking about him and like like hey look at this pastor wearing thousand dollar shirts you know and, and and rocking this type of, of gear and it was like man this is not going well this is not as a pastor I don't I don't want to be my face on a magazine or on a uh, on a net famous network like that's the least of my concerns my my worry is pastoring these people mm-hmm. giving them God's word and then well obviously the documentary yeah people say it was one-sided it's obviously going to be one-sided right. one-sided or biased but yeah you you see the rock star treatment hollywood treatment um you know walk in through the backstage preach right. and go off to the next venue and do the same thing it, it was that church lifestyle that that came to at the end you know his downfall but after his downfall you know one if if he's a truly repentant son of god it's like yeah we we care for that and yeah brother i think that you can be restored right. you know god restores and god you know god gives us multiple chances god in his patience paul says he he's endured our sin in his yeah. patience it's yeah. like god is a god of patience endurance mercy if it wasn't then we would have all been dead a long time ago mm-hmm. So we we believe that in God. We believe that God is a is a minister of, of reconciliation that which He does through Jesus Christ. And now we could do that within ourselves. I believe that anybody could be reconciled mm-hmm. to God. Anybody could be restored completely to God. You fall, you go away, you become the prodigal son. You come back to the Father's house. That's great. We love that. We believe that that's what God can do, and that's the power of God's forgiveness. Yeah. However, when you're in the pastoral role, when you've put yourself as that prophet for God's people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about prophet like in the modern right. sense. I'm talking about, you know, Israel had prophets to speak God's word to their people. I'm talking about you're now the 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 proclaimer, the the herald of God's word to his people. Once you're in that position, then there's different standards. And it's not standards that we make up, it's standards that the Bible has yeah. for all of us. So even being a one woman man that Paul says, you know, you, you, yep. you, every elder, if you look at first Timothy chapter three, there's a lot of, 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 uh, personal details about what an elder should be. And one of those things yeah. an elder should not be is an adulterer. Yeah. You cannot be caught in adultery. Yeah. If you are a pastor, Paul, Paul would have immediately said, no son, sorry, you're disqualified you're disqualified from ministry um keep coming to church be restored to god do your thing with with god but but you cannot Mm. fill this role you you you've you've messed up in this yeah doesn't mean that you're not forgiven it just means that you can't you're not qualified for this role anymore and that's the the thing here so so we're talking about this because you know this guy 
Carl Lentz got restored here. Uh, and by restored, we don't mean like God forgave him. No, we're talking about he just got hired in uh, Mike Todd's mm. uh, church here. Um, I think it's Transformation Yeah, church. Transformation Church. And so he's coming in. And again, it'd be different if he's like just on staff. But no, they're, they're like launching him in into one of these pastoral roles, uh-huh. whatever. You know, and again, these guys have weird pastoral roles like the yeah. pastor of you know, social media or yeah. whatever the heck that That's is. That's all one know? church says that a pastor of fun. Yeah, of fun. So, yeah. So, anyway, I don't know where. Pastor what, of social media, yeah. pastor of fun. <laughs> where 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 he's going to be, what what his role is going to be or whatever. But, but the point is that he's been restored, not as someone who fell and now he's just part, you know, mm-hmm. he's attending Transformation Church, which to me would be different. No, mm-hmm. he's being brought in on staff to actually function once again as a pastor, as a pastor. and exactly. whatever, again, however they want to categorize that, that's another thing. But, but my point here is, you know, one of the qualifications for an elder is to be above reproach. Yep. And Carl, because of his fame, mm-hmm. He's not above reproach, and everyone knows it. Because again, it'd be different. Yeah, like maybe it's like some no-name guy, and he moved to another part of the world. But there's not a place where this guy can go that no exactly. one knows who he is because of his fame. And so, my, 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 my I guess my thing here with this is the man's no longer above reproach. So mm-hmm. the moment you know, just imagine the the scenario when he's trying to pastor someone who's going through adultery. Yeah. Well, dog, you're yeah, not how qualified. Do you pass that? You how can't, do you pass right? Yeah. They're going to throw it on your yeah. face, and that's 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 the reason why Paul gives it. Well, not even Paul, but God through 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 you know in the Holy Spirit giving these instructions through Paul. It, it's why this mandate on the pastor is is a high standard mm-hmm. because it, it's even like so. Why does you know why does the standard of an elder you mentioned you know husband of one wife have their house in order? Yep. Why I can't counsel family if my house ain't in order. If I try to do that, the first thing they do is they're going to throw yeah. it back in my face. Like, well, look at your kids yeah. and look at your wife and yeah. look at this. And that's the point. And so my thing here, this isn't hating on Carl. This isn't hating on Transformation Church. And this isn't like, because again, they're going to spin this yeah. as you got to be forgiving. Christ was forgiving, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Stop being All judgmental. Stuff. Yeah, you know, Jesus forgave Peter. Yeah, but Peter didn't have a church yet. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. that's, you know, like this is why I hate when people take the Bible out of context mm-hmm. just to spin certain things. But at the end of the day, this man is not above reproach and his pastoral duties are going to be limited because of his failure. And mm-hmm. so that for us is the issue with, with, with Carl. Yeah. On yeah. This. So it, it's not a personal thing, right? Not, nothing at all. It, it's just, again, and then, you know, Paul says you, you have to have a good example with those outside of the church. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, brother, like, man, there's like four or five things already wrong in your household. Cause I remember my wife used to follow them on, on Instagram and uh, she was seeing some stuff from Carl Lentz's daughter that was right. like, whoa. And it's like, man, you know, the, the fruit of what everything that yeah. was going on. But, you know, it, it's, it, uh, it sounds like, yeah, it's getting personal. But again, it's just because you are a pastor and because now you want to function as a pastor, yep. that's the issue. Bro, if you want to be a motivational speaker and, and, and talk about your life and, and do that, bro, I think that, I think that Carl Lentz would be great at it. Yeah. Give Ted talks and personal coaching. And I don't know, like just, you know, even, a uh, what is it, a look, uh, what is it? A fashion, yeah. you're a fashion yeah. designer. Yeah, 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 yeah. bro. He could do, go ahead and do that, bro. And you blow up, you know, you, you'll be big time. But you cannot fulfill the biblical calling of a pastor mm-hmm. because of what you've done yeah. as a pastor. Right. Now, obviously, if 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 this is like pre pre pastoral yeah. role, like you know, you you 
yeah, the God will, you know, God's not going to judge you on your past. And, right. And, and, and probably, you know, not even consider the fact that Carl Lentz at this moment, moment might realize that he wasn't even saved. Right. So as a saved person that you're relatively new, Paul would still consider you unqualified right. because he says no new convert can yeah. be a pastor. Yep. Uh, but the fact that you're functioning a pastoral role and you blow it up in such a way that you do, not even privately, although he tried to get away with it, but before the eyes of the world in this case, uh, you, you can no longer function in that. And shame on Transformation Church for yep. trying to to make themselves look good and yeah. saying like, look, look at us. We're the only church here that that is restoring our brother. Everybody else is being judgmental and we're the only ones that are helping a brother in this moment. Right. It's kind of like what we saw with Mark Driscoll and yeah. all of that. You know, the, the reform guys were like really hard because they know at least. Yeah, they know what scripture teaches on this. But charismatics are like, well... Yeah. This is part of our history anyway, so yep. we'll just keep restoring yeah, everybody. And, and, and again, the issue here is the world sees this. And, and they you, laugh. Yeah, and they laugh. And you got this lady. Like, what about the lady that is like, oh, this guy's a pastor again? Like, yep. he was cheating on me. Like, oh, this is really how Christianity works. And it's like, exactly. no, nah, man. So, they're yeah, they're playing with the things of God. But it takes us to another guy yeah. that has to do with Hillsong. Big time. So, Hillsong again. Yeah. Which, uh, news to me. Okay. As we were, we were about to record, record this podcast, yeah. news to me. This is breaking news. Breaking CNN news. CNN interrupting. I mean, right you're at the getting moment. this here first. <laughs> Actually, probably not. But yeah. uh, Brian Houston. Yeah. So Brian Houston was the founder of Hillsong Church, global pastor, global pastor of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> was was here as the founder of of Hillsong Church, and he's going through a bunch of stuff, right? So this is where Carl Lentz comes from. Yeah. But Brian Houston was the, is the main guy who, who's been in trouble for what's yeah like his father uh, you know father he, was accused of being a pedophile yeah a pedophile and he kind of hid it he kind of so, covered it up and then there's like you know again these movies came out with like all these documents of him uh, one night I think staying in a hotel room with some lady with some, didn't do anything so you got to take his word for it alcohol issues which is one of the things that yeah. have now surfaced in and where uh, drug abuse in the yeah. sense of like over medicating right oh that's right yeah with mixtures yep. with alcohol yeah um now recent report came out with with uh mishandling church finances yep. and money and oh that's right he's being sued for that i think all we're going of to court for that yeah uh and and the simple fact that the dude's hiding out in the united states and this is a pastor from australia yep. like, that's something i would do if i'm running away i'd go to mexico man and be <laughs> like oh i go to some ranch in mexico yeah. and just live off making avocados yeah. and, and, and make a living but so this guy's hiding out in the united states obviously mixing with his type of people that that will accept yeah. him because again like if, if this was our friend like if this was you bro yep. if, if this happened to you yeah I, it's not like i would be like oh you're a complete failure i'm gonna you're never i'm never gonna speak to you right. again it'd be like man bro you messed up bad this is bad for you but repent come to christ yeah and follow christ but bro yeah you could just give up being a pastor my man like it's not gonna work for you no more so it's not a personal thing with Brian Houston again. It's not yeah. anything like, oh, you know, uh, it, it, the way he looks. No, no. It's it's the simple fact that they're still trying to maintain their pastoral yeah. role and they're not qualified or yeah. they've been disqualified yeah. from the yeah, pastoral Yeah, right now that role. you mentioned the friends, he just had a recent photo. I just remember this a couple of weeks ago where it's Joe Lostein and oh, his yeah. wife well, and Ferdick, Ferdick and his wife and they're like all there, you know, 
yeah, basically, so you know, supporting each other, whatever That's you want to call right it. the flock right there. Yeah. The wolves, you know, they hunt flocking together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, yeah, I mean, you're hanging out with Joel Osteen, man. I mean, that's not a, a good sign. Man. Right. Yep. <laughs> it's not a good sign. And, and, and Stephen Furtick. Yeah, and even in the midst of these scandals, you know, he's still teaching. He's still going to churches. Yeah, so, getting so that's paid why his honorariums, yep. yeah. making a living. His wife selling all her luxury goods yeah. on her Instagram account, which is like... You know, just dumb. Yeah, it <laughs> like, is. at least hide yourself, yeah. or you know, make, make another it, account. Yeah. yeah, a random account or but something. But she actually has a watch that I would love to have. She had a, a Cartier uh, tank watch, which is like sixty five hundred bucks, and it's like, dang, I want that watch. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, hopefully, uh, one of uh, my close friends will give that to me soon. But <laughs> someone who makes yeah. sixty five. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the it's like just it's pathetic, Bro, man. It's it's so really funny. it's really inappropriate. And and it's and it's just throwing more dirt. It's kind of like me being trying to be a doctor, completely destroying all my surgeries and doing all this dumb stuff in my surgeries. Yeah. It's kind of like that doctor. There was a there was a documentary a couple years ago, I think. It was actually on Hulu, Doctor Death, who uh, right. was okay. ruining people's backs by doing these exploring methods on on their surgeries uh-huh. on, on their backs and he finally he killed like a couple of them and destroyed he paralyzed this guy forever and it's like how are you going to try to continue to be a doctor to be after a all surgeon that? Yeah, yeah yeah after doing this stuff it, it's just it's not right it's not biblical and now just today i think that he posted it right yeah. was that today yep yeah it, it comes out that yeah that he he was in 2022 he was caught with a dui yeah while being a pastor yep and while in the midst of all the chaos that was going on within this year or last year right it was february of last year Yeah. so this is all like he he put on his own on his these are maybe i can read some of his own words here but but he himself says and he made a statement in a so he says february 2022 and in the lead up to my departure from the role of senior pastor of Hillsong Church, I was unfortunately charged with driving under the influence of alcohol in the USA. And then he just argues that he was like moving a, a car like two or 300 meters. So it wasn't like a long drive or mm-hmm. whatever. But this is what he says. He says, at the time, it seemed like all hell had broken loose within Hillsong Church. And I was under immense pressure and emotional s- strain. Clearly, that's not an excuse. And I take full responsibility for my actions. Yeah. So you you have a, a a pastor that is prone to alcohol, right? Which Paul yeah immediately <laughs> says it's like, I mean you can't make this stuff up, man. Right. It's like it's not again not personal, but when you are prone to alcoholism, mm-hmm. when you are getting drunk, drunk. this yeah. even goes beyond the debate if Christians could drink or not, right? This, this guy's uh, getting drunk. Yeah, this is yeah full on DUI. Yeah, you are drunk. And the last time you were drunk, you were caught in a hotel room with another woman with a mixture of pills and stuff. Yeah. It's like, you, you know, you can't hide this no more, man. Like, this is just, it's come down to really a defamation of the pastoral role, yeah. especially in Hillsong Church. I I don't feel bad, but I do feel bad for Phil Dooley now that's trying to clean up yeah. all this mess in right. Hillsong. But yep. he's, he was caught with some, some weird stuff, too, yeah. that he was misappropriating funds. Uh, but, but I think, I think true repentance needs to occur. God will forgive any sin. 
God will, you know, an honest repentance, the metanoia that we all need. God's there for that. Yeah. I think Brian Houston, if, if he's truly repentant, God's going to restore him. He's going to restore his marriage and, and, and give him a life of peace and joy again in Christ, which you can have. Yeah. But you cannot be a pastor. You cannot function in the pastoral role. That's why I pray like, bro, like, you, you know, we look at these people and it's like, man, you look at your own right. life. Hey, how long has it been? I think I'm going on five years. And I'm like, Whew, okay, good. God, give me another straight for another yeah. five years. And, and then after that, I need another 20 years yep. because I'm not here like having my high horse and saying that's never going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. It's like even with, like Peter says, with fear and trembling, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm watching my yeah. salvation intact in because it's my pastoral role now so i know if i ever do something dumb and stupid I, i'm glad that i got people like you and others in the church right. that could call me out and then just kick me out and yeah that'll suck but hey i'm still gonna be able to come back to god but i'm not gonna be a pastor no more right I'm just not gonna do that uh because i know what it means you know so these pastors need to really watch for themselves you know watch th- them staining the gospel all the time and running Christ's name through the mud all of this time, it's just, it gets to that point where it's its becoming pathetic now. Yeah, and, and that's why our biblical response is more than just exposing this is, hey man, if you're a churchgoer, this is why you need to go back to the text on what it is to be a pastor. Like, look, we're, we're mentioning these things, but these aren't our qualifications. Like, like you and I know this, you know, we didn't make up the yeah. qualifications. That's why I don't like when, uh, you know, churches, and again, Hillsong's an example of this, and many other mega churches are examples of this. They've got their own qualifications, yep. but they're all extra biblical. Mm-hmm. You mentioned at the beginning, uh, how, how much of a visionary are you? Can you mm-hmm. vision cast? Uh, how good are you organizationally? Yeah. Can you establish roles? Well, who cares how good you are yeah. with that? What we need to get down are the biblical qualifications because yep. this is what God's going to judge us for. And oftentimes, that's why a lot of these guys, they think they're untouchable because They've got these things down, yep. but look at my visionary skills, but look at these skills over here and, and, and I'm a look great impact. They, look at my, my brand that yeah, I built. Yeah, my brand, right, exactly. Look at the impact. Uh, we're good in the community, mm-hmm. great. But that's why, you know, Paul says, you know, I got to watch for my own self less than preaching the gospel. I find myself yep. disqualified. disqualified. And so we're not talking here about what are your abilities. The Bible has qualifications. And so our response to these things is what we're doing now is, this is why the Bible has qualifications. So you need to make sure that you're in a church that upholds to the biblical qualifications of an elder, of a pastor. Uh, and if not, you need to start talking to your church and asking yep. questions like, why don't we uphold <laughs> yeah. to these things that are found in Scripture? What, what, what kind of pastor do we want? Right. You know? and so, well, I mean, we could go on and on, yeah. but that was our weekly recap of this week's events. And we'll see how this goes from now on. Thank you for listening. Once again, follow us on Instagram. Yeah, Vida Abundante or Vida Abu English Pod. Vida. Vida English Pod. Vida English Sorry. Yeah, yeah, my is bad. Is that Instagram I, or Twitter? I, no, it's Twitter. It's Twitter, Twitter. Sorry. We're working on an IG thing. But yeah, yeah. this is uh, the Vida English Pod. Let us know that you're listening. Let us know that you listen to the end by saying or by commenting First Timothy. Just say First Timothy. Yeah, First Comment. Timothy. Comment first timothy and yeah. we know that you listened all the way to the end and commented on the twitter handle we would love to yep. connect with you there 